If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. What is up everyone? It's Pokémon Cave and it's actually working this time. <laughs> We had some technical difficulties with the uh, microphones and recording app. Uh, apparently technology really does not like me. And that is way too loud. There we go. That's better. Uh, so we are uh, going to be touching on some interesting topics today, uh, including some regions that are based on real world locations through Pokemon. Uh, some updates on uh, upcoming sets, both Japanese and English. Uh, then we're going to get into a nice, probably heated discussion about a certain protagonist uh, and a website, uh, comicbook.com, that they come up with uh, interesting stories every almost every week that say that this uh, certain protagonist should be leaving. Uh, but we'll jump into that later. Uh, so first off... Um, I think I'll, I'll start with, uh, with my two picks here, the, uh, Galar region and Kanto region. Um, I actually had to do a little bit of research on this. Uh, I, I understand more about the Kanto region, but I wasn't too sure about Galar. But once I started looking into it, uh, it actually made a lot, a, a lot more sense. Uh, so apparently Galar region is based off of, uh, United Kingdom, uh, mostly locations culture and the history of the uk uh locals are seen or heard about eating fish and chips uh they wear a tartan which is like a woolen cloth kind of draped uh garment uh and they apparently speak a a london cockney accent i wasn't too sure about that at first because is that the one with the blondie i think so she has like long blonde hair and kind of always wears that like hat 
Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Now I know who you're talking about. I, I can't remember the name off by heart, but I do remember or I do know who you're talking about. I thought she fits that United Kingdom style. She could have been from Unova, though. Ooh, yeah. Potentially. Um, but yeah, so they... This Now, this kind of caught me off guard here. The Battle League uniform resembles a golf tournament uniform. I I wasn't too sure that... I didn't know that UKs were were heavy into golf. I thought it was more like soccer. Yeah, football. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, football. Um, and then <laughs> this is where it kind of got a little silly. Um, Pokemon resemble sheep, foxes, and the queen's corgi, uh, corgis. Uh, <laughs> y- y- yeah, I mean, okay, so you're, you're talking about what? Uh, the sheep, that would be the Wulo. Uh, the foxes would be uh, Nickets. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Nickets. And the Corgis, that would be Yampers. But, I mean, there was Yampers in other sets as well. And, well, actually, in other games. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, that's a little bit of a stretch. I mean... Where's Furfro from? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like... I don't know. For, that's like your... What was it? Like, upper Manhattan snobby SOB woman who needs to have, oh. you know, who who needs to have the the greatest messed up hairdo for their godforsaken dog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I see that freaking animal or Pokemon, that's what comes to my mind. It's some, like, uh, like snobby Karen Richie Rich who's going to spend $10,000 on their dog's fur cut. On the pigs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, my second region that I picked was Kanto. Uh, now, obviously, Kanto resembles Kanto, Japan. Uh, the, the actual map, apparently, uh, there's a cross-section. I saw it online. The cross-section actually resembles Kanto in Pokemon almost to a T. There's just very slight variations, um, but it almost looks uh, like a, a complete, identical. yeah, identical kind of thing. Um, and it's also driven by tech and urban sprawl, kind of like Caledon City has the towering department store, just like you would see in Japan or in Kanto, Japan, uh, or the Cinnabar Islands Eerie Labs. Um, now, obviously, yeah. Japan has some very interesting laboratories. Um, you know, definitely Japan and China, they all have very interesting looking places. Uh-oh, building Mewtwo. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they can build, they've been known to build whatever the heck they want to build. Who's Who knows what the heck they're building under there? Uh, you never... You say there's always a little truth in a joke. And I mean, I know they're probably just joking when they tried to resemble uh, Japan and take historical or realistic things and put it into the game. But hey, come on, <laughs> you never know. Especially not in this world. There's always secrets everywhere. Oh no, no kidding. Uh, so that brings me to the end of the two that I picked. Uh, which two did you decide to go on? 
Uh, um, so for me, uh, I went with Unova and Hoenn region. Uh, I'll start with Unova, obviously, because it's representing the United States. Uh, like you, I had to dig in a little bit to kind of get some of this. Uh, I found out it's actually the core series that first broke away from Japan. So like you stated, Kanto is uh, based on a Japanese part, uh, and so was uh, the Johto region and the Hoenn region, and then as, as well as the Sinnoh region. And then comes along uh, Unova, which was broke away from Japan and showed the United States. It's uh, based on New York, Manhattan, and New Jersey. So I think it's funny that you mentioned the Manhattan Karens. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yep, uh, I guess that'll that'll be us in the Unova region." And it, um, when it came to the gameplay of the uh, the Pokemon series, it was the first to introduce seasons. Like you can see the seasonal change within the game, which would have been black and white, I believe. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. I, I never realized that, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you know who gets to claim a little bit of stuff, but I mostly went with it just because, you know, that a rep USA. <laughs> <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> Next is the Hoenn region, which is based on the southern regions of Japan. So kind of like how you said um, about the laboratories and, uh, like, the the cannibal, uh, what were they? Uh, the the cannibal islands? Uh, Cinnabar. Cinnabar, sorry, yeah. yes. Cinnabar islands. Um, these also have islands and they're based on Kyushu. I'm, I'm so sorry if I butchered that. Or Kyushu, it's K Y U S H U. The islands in that area, which are typically warmer climates, so that's why we see Pokemon like. Trico, Kecleon, <clears throat> you have Tropius, uh, Carvana, which represents, you know, uh, the uh, little, what do they call them? Open the uh, Amazon. Oh. Um... Piranhas. R- yes, yes, yeah. The, oh, God. Yeah, that's yeah, an so interesting like Pokemon. Warm, tropical climate, you know, uh, and the Hoenn region. And you can really see that, like the trees, and then if you think about the gameplay, it's the first that kind of introduced the, the rain, the heavy rain, when you're walking through the tall grass. Yes. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I think they, yeah, they had the rain, and didn't that also include, like, a, a wind storm area, I thought? Yeah, it did. I, yes, yeah, but the, um, the, uh, the little, over there by the... Oh, the desert. Yes, yeah, it was like a like a sandstorm kind of thing. Yes. So I was like, dang, yeah, you can really tell. And then it introduced like the bases. So sometimes if you chose to do a base in the trees, the big trees, it really looked like, oh man, it's like a treehouse, like really tropical feel. <laughs> yeah. And it definitely resembled in the Pokemon. So those were mine, you know, in Hoenn region. Uh Pretty much so the southern region of Japan, just to recap for Hoenn and uh, the New York, Manhattan, and New Jersey era area for Unova. And this uh, 
this whole little thing that uh, Pokemon Cave and I did really sprung from our conversation on the last podcast that we had. So make sure you guys check that out. But we were discussing uh, the um, the newest region that's coming to light being based on the Iberian Peninsula, which will be Spain and Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we discussed that. And then all of a sudden you, you came out of nowhere uh, for this week's podcast and said, hey, you know, look at these other regions, you know, we were kind of right. They, they do kind of span off of different regions of real world. So it was kind of cool. It's time for uh, the Canadians to advocate. Hey, we love you over here too. We need representation. <laughs> what are we going to do? Have freaking uh, igloos and stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's the uh, stereotypical Canadian apparently is that we all live in igloos. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't know. I I honestly think of you guys as just like USA, but North. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit different. I mean, I, I I know that uh nicer. There you go. You guys nicer. are nicer than us. We apologize a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys. I mean, I mean, there's obviously stories about. You know what happens to? Actually, let's not even get into that because that's that's not even Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they do have can of worms. Subscribe to our other podcast where we diss on one another's countries. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a whole other story. <laughs> I mean, but no, that actually probably gets those rings. I mean. Thinking of it, though, I mean, we do have some Canadian representation in Pokemon. Um, we got, uh, God, was it Bidoof, I think? Or, no, not Bidoof. Um, the the Beaver one. Yeah, Bidoof. Yeah, Bidoof, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Canadian, Canadian Beaver. Um, actually, even uh, the reindeer antler type Pokemon. That's kind of northern-ish Stanley? yeah Stanley. Yeah. yeah i mean that's that's pretty northern-ish that's you know north no, pole want, like it'd be cool to, for them to map out one of your regions like wouldn't you say there's what's the most beautiful province in your opinion like something that would make a really good map for a pokemon game oh probably probably the british columbia area lots of mountains and stuff like that i mean i think oh, yeah. i think that would be pretty cool yeah he gets no love, dude. They don't put him in any games. I mean, he gets a little love in the card game, but I guess. Yeah, I mean, there hasn't really been a game that focused on him um, at all. But then again, There's like... A side character in Leaf Green and Fire Red. Yeah. Well, like, even then, like, I know they, they try and go towards, like, the legendaries, but then explain Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green. You know, they were based off of... And, and even Pokemon Yellow. Well, I mean... Pokemon Yellow is based off of the damn mascot of Pokemon, but, uh, you know, red, blue, and green, they were based off of the starters. So, even then... Pikachu can't be evolved in yellow? Yeah. I I think. I I might have read that in an article, but I I heard from someone, I believe it was you, though, that he can't evolve. You can't give him a Thunderstone in the yellow version, you have to trade him or trade a Raichu into yellow because they won't allow Pikachus within yellow to evolve. 
Huh. I might have to try it. I have Pokemon Yellow. I mean, it's a... Uh, yeah. It's a... Uh, uh, it's a repo, but it's still Pokemon Yellow. But, uh, is he the only one that is in the game, though? Um, is he the only Pikachu available? Yes, yeah, so... Oh, okay. It, then, yeah. the, the game starts off the same way like any other game goes, but what happens is I think Gary runs in and steals all the Pokeballs instead of just taking one of them. I think, Gary, I'm, that's the way. Yeah, I think it. I think it's him that he goes in. and He's like, "Well, I want this one," and then he just or takes more. I think no, actually, I think I think they based it off of the anime. I think you get there and there is no Pokeballs left. Except for except for one, and Oak says, "Oh well, you know, there's there's none left except for this one because everyone else got here before you, kind of thing." Uh, and then you're you're forced to take Pikachu. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I might, nice. I might have to recheck that when I when I play it next. Because um, I bought a Game Boy Color uh, off of eBay, I think, to play these games, and then all of a sudden, like it wasn't saving. And I couldn't figure out why. Uh, so at first I thought, oh, well, maybe it's just about the, the save battery. I'll replace the save battery. So I took the screw off and then I realized, oh, yeah, the repos, they don't have save batteries. It's just a, a microchip. So I was messaging um, the owner of the cave collectibles because uh, that's where I bought them from. And I said, well, for some reason they won't save. He goes, oh, well, they worked fine for me. He goes, uh, do you have anything other than the Game Boy Color? I'm like, well, yeah, I've got my Game Boy SP. I'm like, but uh, this is the same crap, right? He goes, well, tr- try it in the SP and, and see what happens. So I put it into the SP, and it saves instantly. So I can, wow. Yeah, I can play the Pokemon games on the SP, but I can't play them on the Game Boy Color. But it has to do with the computer of the system itself, huh? Yeah, so it, it's just really... some. Uh, I think... Uh, did I buy blue? I think I bought blue. Blue saved on the Game Boy Color, but it took a long time, like probably about two minutes for it to save. And it, it almost looks like it glitches out and halts, but then it finally does save. Um, but yeah, if you stick it into the SP, it saves instantly. So it's, I just played them on the SP, but, uh, and then I played Pokemon uh, Pinball on the actual Game Boy Color. Nice. Yeah, yeah, so no. <laughs> I mean that was a yeah, little learning curve. Play then, to get the full nostalgic feel. Yeah, oh god yeah. Yeah. I, I I sat there and played Pokemon Pinball for hours and I turned around to my wife and I'm like I realized why I was so pissed off as a kid. I'm like, you can't win this game. Like it's nearly impossible. Like it, it's completely impossible. No, yeah, I go back to some of those old games thinking, oh, my skills from what I play today are going to kick that ass, and it just <laughs> does not happen. No. I'm like, these games are made to not be beat so that you can spend countless time trying to beat it, especially for us with competitive mindsets. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we won't diddle-daddle anymore. We're kind of excited, and we want to try a new segment called Pokemon Cave News, where we will get a rapid fire of the things coming out or the things that our main host, the Pokemon Cave, found for us this week. So without further ado, so Pokemon Cave News. <laughs> yeah. 
So there is a couple updates on upcoming Japanese sets. Uh, Dark Phantasma, I, I butchered that, is going to get a deck, deck box and sleeve. Um, I'm assuming deck box for the Japanese sets are similar to uh, what we get, like those prefab decks kind of in the, what was it, like polygon-shaped box type of thing. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the Rayquaza one that I was telling you I had. Yes, yeah. So like the, v, the Rayquaza V. Yeah, I I don't tend to steer towards those deck boxes just because, like, you know exactly what the heck you're getting. So, I mean, why open them? The value has to be low. Yeah, I mean, I have uh, four of them, uh, kind of in display. Uh, but anyways, uh, they they're going to be featuring the his his Zorark, uh, the Pokemon will be featured as a V and V-Star, which is kind of cool. Uh, the set will release on May 13th. Set name refers to Zorark's Phantom Illusions move. So that's kind of neat that they tied the Pokemon with the set name. Uh, Lost Abyss will feature uh, Gyrancha's origin form as a V and V-Star and will release on July 15th. Uh, there is no set list uh, released yet. I'm thinking... Probably by May is probably when they'll release that. Maybe middle of May. Uh, and they're still waiting to see if it will feature the Lost Zone. Uh, both sets above will feature both uh, Enormous and Gallade as a V and V star. Uh, Dark Phantomus and Lost Abyss will likely be used in our uh, North American Sword and Shield 11 Lost Origin set in August. Um, oh. Yeah. I haven't really heard too much about Lost Origin. Uh, I mean, I'm still fixated on Astral Radiance coming out in May. Um, I'm not even looking as far as August, but there. Is Astral Radiance in the next Brilliant Stars? Yes, it looks like it's going to be like a um, expansion of Brilliant Stars. Uh, oh, okay. From what I can tell, just by uh, the artwork and whatnot featured on the boxes and stuff like that, it it really goes towards uh, Exernius, or, no, not Exernius, uh, oh my god, the legendary Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so the, uh, the product sheet has come up for the high class decks, uh, featuring, uh, Zerora and Deoxys. Uh, it confirms that the decks will feature Deoxys V, V Max, and V Star, uh, which is kind of cool. Which, yeah, I mean that's kind of cool. Like Deoxys doesn't get a whole lot of love. Uh, so no, to get, you know, all tr all three uh, versions, that's going to be really cool. Um, and Zerora will also get the V, V Max, and V Star love as well. Um, it vaguely implies that the decks may include secret rares, like Inteleon and Gengar VMAX uh, high-class deck. Which, <laughs> for me, I mean, I'm trying to collect every Ghastly Haunter and Gengar card, so to hear that there's going to be another Gengar VMAX means that it's probably going to be freaking expensive to obtain that card, and that's just going to hurt my wallet even more. <laughs> I know, when I saw that on the list, I was like, oh, good lord, bless his wife. Yeah, I mean, she's already, like, I've I've sat down and spoke to her about it, and, you know, she she's comfortable with all the cards leading up to, like, these new Gengar cards that are, like, a couple hundred dollars now. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. You know, that's where she's like kind of giving me the, the stink eye. Um, so these, uh, these decks will each have 60 card decks. They will release on July 15th for 2,700 yen, uh, which comes okay. up to 28.52 Canadian and 22.65 US, which, I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, okay. So, the, well, they include a coin, a V-star marker in a player's guide, which is, you're essentially looking at like a... Like an, an ETB at that point when you're including all yeah. that stuff. Uh, which, I mean, if you're going to sell an ETB for 28 and 22 uh, Canadian and US, that's that's a hell of a deal. Um, but when you're getting a prefabbed deck for, you know, again, $30 to almost $30 US, I think that's a little steep. Like, for instance, some of these uh, prefab decks, when they first came out, you know, for $25, $22, give or take, they're now selling for less than $20. You know, people can't give them away. So I, I'm wondering how that's going to actually work out. Um, and finally, the Astro Radiance set will release on May 27th, and it'll have 180 new cards, uh, including V, V-Star, and a new subset called Sparkling Pokemon. Um, no. yeah, now correct me if, if I'm wrong, sparkling Pokemon seems a heck of a lot familiar as the shiny Pokemon from shining fates. So yeah, pretty well. I, I mean, I haven't seen any artwork. I've searched high and low for this to see if there's any leaked artwork. What the heck's going to be the difference between a shiny from shining fates and a sparkling Pokemon? Uh, unless they're... Well, you have to go with, like, extra glitter, just, like, glam, like, super, oh, God. super Yeah. Glam. I mean, unless it's going to be shiny artwork like the Shining Fates artwork, but maybe the Pokemon are going to be in shiny form. Like, you, you know how oh, there's that okay. shiny version of, of Pokemon? So maybe they're going to do that. But, uh, again, I, I don't know. Uh... Sparkling Pokemon seems like it's already been done and it's called Shining Fates. Uh, but yeah. we'll, we'll see when that comes out with the artwork. Uh, for Maybe the just trying to mess with it a little because Shining Fates seems to be a very... It has like a, almost like a, like a cult following. You know, a lot of, I hear a lot of people praise that, that time period of Shining Fates. Like, people still praise it. The cards are still expensive. Like if you look for material from Shining Fates, it's pretty pretty pricey. Yeah. Uh, so I think they're just maybe trying to replicate or even capture some of that uh, success that Shining Fates found itself with. Yeah, I mean, my big like I'm I tried collecting Shining Fates, and I'm pretty much down to the shinies. Um, but what pisses me off the most is the fact that they didn't make a booster box for it. Like, I know it's a, it's a subset, and I get it. You don't want to make a booster box for every set. But, like, it's incredibly hard to finish that set if you don't have a booster box to try and help you. Because all, all you've got are these super expensive boxes that only have, on average, between three to, what? Like, I think the most you get is, like, six packs in one of the boxes. Like it's yeah. it's ridiculous. 
try and complete a set with a maximum of six packs in it and you're paying almost a hundred bucks or sometimes even more than a hundred dollars for that box like it's it's so freaking expensive you might as well just buy each individual card because there's yeah instead of quantum. yeah like it and it and that's what sucks like i i don't get into this hobby to just sit there and and click buy on ebay i get into the set for the hunt you know i i like opening packs and to have a subset like that that's just kind of a, a slap in the face uh personally um yeah i feel that i gotta feel that for um for collectors like you because <clears throat> personally i don't mind kind of getting what i what i want if you know it's something that i need but i do know that like you there's plenty of people who enjoy the, the hunt for the cards and i believe that everyone should be able to enjoy uh you know a set like that yeah exactly um now this is kind of cool for the first time the uh Hisuian typhlosion the decidui and the semarot as v and v stars uh will be in the set uh additionally Ooh. yeah um i mean my daughter my daughter pokes fun at the typhlosion she thinks it's just a a really ugly card uh or an ugly pokemon so i mean then again she likes Galarian, Rapidash, and Ponyta, so, you know. It's like, room to talk. Yeah, it's like the, the pot. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a little born. He's kind of just a badger with a fire coat on his neck. Essentially, I yeah. I could have done a lot more with him, but, you know, he's still really cool. But I'm, I'm excited for Samurai. Yeah, I mean. He's kind of uh, underappreciated uh, Pokemon. He's pretty good in Pokemon Go. Yeah, and and even Decidueye, like you you never hear anything about Decidueye, so to have him just kind of pop out of nowhere is kind of interesting. Yes, yeah, I, uh, I think it's I think it's I think it's three underrated that deserve a little of a highlight, and it it might make it fun. It might make it a, a cheap one to get into. Oh, hopefully, so I think that that's what we're needing right now, and I I think that Pokemon maybe might be feeling that like okay. We got this war going on. Inflation's going crazy. They probably see sales are slowing down and in, in, to some capacity. They're like, let's put out three cards that no one really cares for so that when those that get their hands on multiple copies, they'll start letting them go at like $10, $15. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Now, Samurai being uh, the first one that we say is his first V. Yeah. Oh, shit. V and yeah, V star. Yeah, but that'd be cool because I'm, I'm good at pulling Vs. I don't yeah. pull anything. I'm not the good that good at pulling V Max or shiny or gold cards, but I can pull some V cards. <laughs> yeah, I can pull some Vs. So nice. that, that gives me hope. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, and so additionally, uh, this set will also feature the origin forms of both Dialega and Palkia. I mean, there's your uh, there's your legendaries right there. Uh, of course, you know they couldn't get out of this set without throwing in some legendaries. Uh, no, never. Yeah, no kidding. Eh? It's, um, it's rumored that when Scarlet and Violet release in November, the first set of 2023 will be under a new title instead of Sword and Shield. Which I mean, I've hinted at this in numerous podcasts in the past 
that, you know what, you know, the last set in November, that's going to be it for Sword and Shield. We're going to start a new year with a brand new uh, title. We're not going to have Sword and Shield anymore. Uh, and I, I kind of hope so. I want to see where they go next. Because, I mean, we've got a lot of sets on Sword and Shield right now. And we need to personally push past this and, and move on to a new new tier, essentially. And I'm excited, too, because I get to grow with it. I mean, like I got it. Like uh, we discussed in our previous podcast, I first got involved uh, about August of last year, you know, so I'm really late to Sword and Shield, pretty much the the, the, the end. And that's why I don't feel as compelled as a, a lot of you seasoned collectors to finish the chase. Yeah, but I think maybe with a brand new product, uh, I might try to be there from the very beginning. Yeah, I mean... Uh... It's definitely a great time to start is, you know, if you're going to try and start from the beginning. And I mean, I, there's some people out there that they try and collect every single set out of these, these main titles and, you know, God bless your freaking wallet. I, I couldn't do it. Uh, so I, I'm constantly picking and choosing which set I want to do. Um, and at best I have what, three, four, Four or five. I have six sets on the go right now, and even that is pushing it from my comfort level. Um, so I, I think if I want to start a new set, if I want to start a new set, chances are I'm probably going to get rid of a set in order to to start over and have it a new start. Um, just because, like, eventually your house is filled with binders and and and, <laughs> yeah. and bulk and and whatnot. So it's it just eventually it gets way too out of control if you don't have a, a proper handle on things. It does make inner child feel really good though. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. I mean the thrill. Of... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I had a rage fit today while recording a video because I didn't get a certain card. Mind you, it took me six, six or seven tries to film the intro to my video. So I was already starting to get kind of ticked off by the time I actually sat down and started ripping packs open and for it to just kind of all go to shit just made me even feel even more worse. (laughs) And then you were, you were messaging me saying, Oh, ready to go whenever you are. And I'm sitting here with a pile of cards in front of me going, Oh, I have no room right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I didn't didn't mean to, to, Jump in, I, and I did get your message too, where you said you were making videos or fixing some. So I should have yeah <laughs> waited to get the word from you because I know that you're really good at that. Unlike me, who's last minute and things <laughs> like that. So thanks for working with that. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean right now everything's kind of condensed into one room. So I mean I don't have the luxury of okay, well I'll put this here and then I'll set up the podcast over here, kind of thing. Um. But I am working on making my office my recording studio for the podcast and other stuff. That way, I have my main room for doing the YouTube videos and my collection. And then the secondary room will be my podcast room. But it'll also be like an overflow for my collection. Just because I am starting to run out of room in this this room. (laughs) So, 
As much as my wife probably would not like to hear that, the fact I'm making a secondary room for my collection, but, I mean, oh well. You don't have to know when it's too late. No, I mean, you know, as far as she knows right now, I'm remodeling my office. Yep. Now, what I'm using that office for will be a freaking mystery because, you know, it's going to be behind a, a closed barn door that she won't be able to see very often. <laughs> Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like you're making another Pokemon room. No, it's just a placeholder until I'm ready to get it back where it needs to go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind the soundproofing foam that I just installed into the 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 floor joists of the ceiling above and. (laughs) Nice. Oh. Are you ready to do battle? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, comicbook.com likes to poke people every so often. And their latest poke uh, has been that Ash needs to leave the anime yesterday. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. He's kaput. He's past his prime. Get the heck out of there and get someone new in there. Now, I've got an issue with that because I grew up with Ash from. Day one, episode one, season one, being a little kid and sitting on my L-shaped couch, praying that my dad didn't come out of the the bathroom early in the morning from getting ready to work before I could watch an episode of Pokemon before diving behind the couch to to hide from him. So, I mean, yes, there has been uh, companions, I'm going to say, like supporting companions, and they seem to work. But I don't think you can have Pokemon without Ash Ketchum. Like, yeah, I mean, that's like getting rid of Pikachu. So, no, Pikachu. I mean, he I, he's kind of got to go too. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> yeah, they both they just. They're, they're overdoing their welcome. Look, I completely agree with you. We've been with Ash since 1997. Yeah. Pokemon Cave. Yep. <laughs> and what year did Ash win the Champions League? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, do I need to Google that? <laughs> 2019, my friend. 2019. It took them 22 years to give our boy what we were watching as little kids and should have received. You know how many times, how many heartbreaks, having to see that dude lose and lose and lose, all the battles just to lose, all the cool Pokemon he collected just to lose. I'm like, are you guys trying to kill dreams or what are y'all doing? What are you teaching me? <laughs> that life is life is a cruel B word, huh? Uh, well, have you seen Adult Life? <laughs> like, I mean, just, I, I, personally, I'm like, look, these kids are getting things. They don't even appreciate the ash they have. They just know ash for ash, but they don't know where he comes from. And we don't even know where he's been. I mean, personally, I don't even know where he's been. I had to Google what year did Ash win the Champions League. The dude won it. You want to know what episode, bro? What's that? Episode 139 oh. of Sun and Moon. You tell me what kid from 97 
watching Ash and all his adventures, has time in 2019 to watch 139 episodes to see that guy win. Well, I mean, there's there's other ep- or there's other shows that people have binged to extreme amounts. So you know, I mean, if you're a diehard Pokemon fan, why not, right? Um, I mean, I, I get that, but I just I don't know. <laughs> I feel like he won the league in one of the lowest viewed series, anime series, and and and, and yeah, I kind of understand where Pokemon comes from. Like, I get that they're like. Well, look what happened to Yu-Gi-Oh once they got away from Yami Yugi. You know, once they got away from Yugi, kids started falling off. And they just made it worse because they kept pouring out new characters when all everyone wanted to see was more Yugi. Yeah. And, and you and know what? Like, completely get that. They're like, bro, look at what happened to the other guy. We're not trying to let that happen to us. Let's just make him a little older slowly. Let's make him cooler. But I'm just... My thing is, okay... Yes, Yu-Gi-Oh! might have backfired in terms of their cartoon, but look at the lore that Yami gets to hold compared to Ash. I mean, Ash is, is, is Mountain's more popular because of the Pokemon in general, but I think that for kids that grew up with both of them, Yugi's still kind of mystical because we saw what he did and then he left us and we don't know anymore to where Ash is like, dude, when is your story going to end or does it have an end? I don't know. Just personally, I'd like to see. I'd like. I'd like to see where he ends, or a little passing of the torch. Maybe not all the way, but he needs to start taking more of a side character or a cameo. Like, oh, we need Ash to save us, and then boom, he pops up after missing for twenty episodes. Yeah, I mean, pull him, pull him for a, you know a month or two. Yeah, I. I mean, you got a point with like Yu Gi Oh and stuff like that. I mean. Me personally, I watched Digimon growing up, and I feel like it went to complete crap when they started to steer into like completely new characters, uh, and new dynamics of of how the show worked and and whatnot. It just didn't seem like what I had grown up with. So I think it's the fear of the unknown. You know, um, we don't want Ash to just jump on a boat and say, see you later, you know, uh, so-and-so you're going to go with my, my friend and, and, you know, continue on, you know, or, you know, have Ash and Pikachu just kind of jump ship kind of thing. Uh, I mean, it would be kind of cool to see maybe Ash become an adult, have a, a family, maybe have his kid, become the next quote-unquote Ash Ketchum, you know? Uh, you know, start a, start a brand new series where instead of it being Ash's mum slamming through the bedroom door saying, uh, you're late, have Ash, you know, or have have that's Ash's true, wife. That's kind of like, that's flirting with some type of emotion in me right now. Yeah. <laughs> if he can have his little kid, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I Nobody mean. pitch that because he got to go. And either way, shape or form, you could talk your heart out. And <laughs> you almost got me there. I was like, yeah, Ash got to stay. No, he needs to go. <laughs> I mean, go yesterday. I don't know. I mean, he has had really good times. Like, he won the, the Orange Islands. I'm pretty sure. He did. He did yeah. Drake. Yeah. He, or, what was, it? was it Drake? He, no. No. Yeah. I can't remember. Or 
to beat Dragon Knight. I think it was him. I'm not sure, but you're right. Yeah. He's had his victories. Yeah, I mean, now mind you, he's completely shit to bed in 90% of his other matches. Uh, you know, having, I mean, there's huge articles based on Pokemon that he's had who on paper would annihilate any opponent, uh, opponent and yet his Pokemon gets annihilated or doesn't even show yeah. up. I mean, he, what was it, uh... Gengar, his Gengar, his Gengar rarely shows up, but yet it's one of the strongest Pokemon that he has. And in fact, this is what gets me though. They show Gengar more love in Japan than they do in North America. Um, I actually watched a clip from the Japanese uh, Pokemon where, uh, where the heck was he was fighting, um... Was it Lucario? I want to say it was Lucario. He was fighting someone. I think it was with the Lucario. And he has Gengar uh, V-maxed. Or Gigantamax or whatever. And he used his three turns. And as Gengar was starting to shrink, Lucario, I'm pretty sure it was Lucario, was coming in for what would be presumed to be the final blow to knock out Ash's Gengar. Instead... Ash told Gengar to swallow the opposing Pokemon. Basically swallowed the enemy as he was shrinking and then spit him back out and KO'd him. Like, you don't see that in the freaking North American anime. But yet, you know, so like maybe, maybe he does need to leave. But I don't think he needs to leave completely. I think he's very, very strong in Japan but very weak and inexperienced in North America. Yeah. So maybe 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 there needs to be like a, 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 a in between. You know, maybe he, maybe he does need to kind of back off a little bit in North America, but he definitely needs to hold his ground in Japan because clearly he knows what he's doing in Japan but not in North America. Um or maybe I it's just the writers. I think it's the writing that maybe maybe uh, turns me off to what Ash has become just yeah. cuz he hit the he hasn't matured. It's like they put him in like a uh, in like a time loop, and they're just changing the series or the events around him. But he just remains constant, which adds to that fan theory that he's dead. Yeah, because he just does the same shit in yeah. every series, and it's like, dude, you have got to switch it up. But like you mentioned, um, it's like that one show on you on uh, you can find it on YouTube, but it's like the uh, if you look up like the Pokemon Red cartoon, yeah, it's literally like the video game, and it's like the coolest animation ever. Like Red is so cool, like he knows how to use his Pokemon. Like it's a great cartoon, and I'm like, why can't Ash be like that? Ash is this dork who doesn't let his Pokemon evolve, and 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 I get that. And it's mostly has to do with North America trying to make money off children. They're trying to continue to grab the next generation. And that's all it really comes down to as well. I always remember how Jim Carrey uh, went at the people that were attacking Sonic when the design first came out, and then we all bullied them into making the better design. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was like really, really horrible CGI for Sonic, yeah. 
Look. Yeah, so we all bullied them, and everyone asked Jim Carrey about his opinion, and he's like, well, in all honesty, I hope we're not doing this because of people who are giving their opinion but have no, like, no skin in the fight or nothing to lose from it, you know? They're just giving their opinion to give their opinion. And I think that that's where maybe Pokemon treats maybe some of us older generation. They're like, well, you guys aren't going to watch the cartoon anyway, so why would we switch it up to appease y'all when it's working for children or the networks play it because it's family friendly. Yeah. I mean, I totally get that. Um, I, I think maybe ne not necessarily they need to get rid of Ash maybe, but maybe they need to revamp how they actually do the anime. Maybe change up the writers, you know, cause who knows? Maybe once you get rid of writer X, Y, Z, Maybe Ash, maybe Ash changes from the sorry POS that he is to a full-fledged uh, champion. So, I mean... Could oh, something, man. Because like I said, 22 years, bro, to win the championship? Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, I know Pokemon likes to st stretch out their seasons ridiculously long. But holy crap, I mean to get that far into sun and moon just to win the championship. I mean, even back in the day, it took him, what was it? Like almost a month for him to get through a couple rounds of the Joto or the Indigo league. And, and he didn't even win that, but yet it took a couple or it took almost like a couple weeks at least. Cause they were <laughs> exactly just milking us children. Yeah. I mean, and, and that was back in the day where they had episodes coming out every single day. I don't know if, if there's an episode every single day now, but um, it was, you know, back then. It was Monday to Friday. They had a brand new episode of Pokemon coming out every single day. But again, it, it took a couple of weeks from just to make it through, what, essentially two days worth of actual stuff in the anime? Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so something's got to give. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I agree that something needs to change, but I don't think they should take him out back and and put him down. You know, I I think they do need to change something, but I think they should just leave him and just address the the other issues. He too. He needs to go in like an epic battle, and then he just passes away, and they take him to the <laughs> to the uh, to the what you call it, the tower, and at the one town. Oh, uh, Lavender Town, the tower there. Yep. Yeah. Back to Kanto. Jesus. Ooh, that'd be badass Pokemon. <laughs> back to Kanto. And it was like, why back to Kanto? And that's where Pikachu passes. Oh, you're you're going freaking dark. <laughs> telling me about that episode i'm like man it's because our countries like yours and mine respectively are predominantly like christian or catholic yep and they're like that's too dark we don't believe in ghosts or at least we don't highlight the ghosts and then japan's like yeah bitch we have ghosts yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know about you guys but we have ghosts so we're gonna show gengar eating lucario yeah <laughs> Try and go to bed now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Oh boy. Well, I think think I'm joking, bro. I'm serious. That's exactly how that goes down in the boardroom. Oh, no doubt. (laughs) Well, I I think uh, that's going to do it for today. Uh, We managed to get through that topic without uh, wanting to actually kill each other. (laughs) We we lived to miles away. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we we lived to see another podcast. Fully geared up over here, boxing gloves and everything ready. Yeah, yeah. Just one day I'm going to show up in your in your town. <laughs> so does Ash need to leave now? Don't worry, I'm Canadian. I'll say sorry every time I hit you. All right. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone. You'll have a good night. Yeah. Always great to be with you, Pokemon Cave. Appreciate oh, it. Always a joy. I mean, heck, we the things we come up with. <laughs> I know. You guys tune in for next week and make sure to catch up on any of the other podcasts you might have missed. Yeah, we uh, we just switched from uh, Anchor FM to Acast. Um, they're uh, they seem to be a better fit for us so far. Uh, still running through some issues here and there. Um, see how it goes with updo- uploading this episode. Um, I mean, worst case scenario, I can always jump back to uh, Anchor. Uh, we do have a website. It's pretty cookie cutter. I uh, can't really do a whole much onto it, except uh, it does give you all the episodes, which is kind of nice. Um, they're all nicely needed and sorted uh, on the website. Um at some point, I'm looking at a more advanced website where people can actually leave comments. Uh, we can actually put comments on there, say, you know, uh, if there's going to be an episode or not, depending on what comes on in our personal lives. Um, but that's in the future. You know, that's we're still new with ACAST, so we still have a lot to learn. Uh, with that being said, I'm Pokemon Cave, and my co-host, uh, Professor Mobile, and uh, we'll see you guys when probably next week. Thanks again. Thank you. Good night. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.